0: Hey, what's going on, Big Brother Canada fans? My name is Chris, and welcome to the Screen This Big Brother Canada, Season 4, Episode 25 Recap, brought to you by Morty's TV. Head on over to mortystv.com slash Canada for live feed updates, and there's a chat room where you can chat it up with other Big Brother Canada fans. All right, everyone. Episode 25, let's get to it. Uh, The episode kicks off, obviously, with the nomination ceremony. And uh, Cassandra says that the brothers are her target. After the ceremony, the brothers say that they want Canadians as the final two. And Tim kind of took it the wrong way, thinking that they just said that Timmy and Nikki... Timmy? What's wrong with me? That Tim and Nikki should walk out. But they just said that they want Canadians in the final. Obviously, they're going to have to do whatever it takes to get them out. But by no means are Phil and Nick saying, Oh, hey, Tim, Nikki, can you actually just like leave? That would be fantastic. That would be great. No, that's clearly not what they're saying. They obviously know that they need to go after them, put, get them on the block, make sure they don't win vetoes, and just evict them. Uh, anyway, the brothers are kind of pumped uh, being on the block. They want to show... Everyone, why they are strong competitors, and they just don't want to be like Maddie, moping around and being all sad and grumpy and all that kind of stuff. Now we see Phil and Nick. They're in the hot tub, and Nikki and Tim show up. Phil tells Tim that Tim's strategy was smart to work with weak players. Tim is Tim's basically in shock as soon as Phil says this. I'm kind of in shock that Phil would even say such a thing. Uh, and Tim says that they aren't weak, and then Phil says that he meant that Tim didn't pick, like, strong, competitive people to work with, which is true, like, I don't, of course, Nikki's there, so Tim isn't, you know, Tim isn't gonna be like, well, yeah, Nikki's, like, super, but even then, Nikki's the type of person that would be like, yeah, I know I can't win anything, so what's the big deal? But it's true, though, like, Tim is aligned with Nikki and Cassandra, two people that, can't, like Cassandra's all talk in the house. She got she's lucky she's H O H because her dad won it for her. And Nikki, we all know, is a complete mess and can't do anything in the house. And it's just an extended vacation for her. So anyway, Tim and Nikki leave, and Tim tells Kelsey, Joel, and Jared that Phil said everyone else in the house is weak because apparently, what Phil said was that Tim aligned with people that are weak. He's not aligned with Jared Kelsey, you know. Sure, go ahead and throw Joel in there, but he's not aligned with uh, Kelsey or Jared, so that's not true. He's just twisting their word, twisting Phil's words, um, because we know that Phil was mainly talking about Nikki and Cassandra. I mean, at this point, I'm hoping like you know, there's firecrackers going off. I'm hoping things are gonna get even more heated. So, in the veto competition, it's going to be Phil, Nikki, Cassandra, Kelsey, Joel, and Jared playing, which means Tim is the only one that won't be playing. Uh, Before the veto competition goes down, Cassandra tells Kelsey that Kelsey needs to prep Jared to really win this veto. Cassandra says she's a little bit worried about Phil winning this veto. Now we see Phil pacing back and forth in the bedroom. He's talking to himself and he's getting pumped for the competition. So here we go. So a little bit of a surprise. Sarah Hanlon, who is the BB Can 3 winner, she showed up and she's hosting the veto competition. It's called Price of the Power Veto or Price of the Veto. So basically what happens is each house guest gets 100 chips. There's going to be nine offers And on each offer, you bet as much as you want to think, like you need to bet enough that you think you're gonna win that offer. Not every offer gives you positive points, which is what you want if you wanna win the veto. There are some negative points, but obviously that is more of a reward rather than a punishment. So, however, when you do place the bet, and you don't win you lose those chips you don't get it back or anything you, you just don't get those chips back but here's the thing this competition is totally meant for Phil think about it you're on the it's it's really sorry I shouldn't just say it's for Phil it's for anyone that's on the block anyone that feels like they are in trouble so obviously Nikki doesn't feel that way so Phil does, right? We, we Everyone knows, Phil knows, everyone in the house knows that Cassandra's target is the brothers. So Phil is going to take on eight, all and every punishment that Sarah offers. Um, so to me, I'm thinking Phil has got this in the bag already. The only other scenario is Jared... If he's feeling uncomfortable, which, you know, we found out on Sunday's episode that the brothers and Jared made a deal to protect themselves so that Nikki goes home. Uh, So with the brothers up, Jared might be a little bit worried. So he might, you know, fight a bit harder for the veto to win so that the nominations stay the same. Because if the brothers do win, I'm like 99% sure Jared's going up on the block. So... But then again, he might feel safe with the brothers deal and Joel will most likely be the swinging vote. So maybe he feels comfortable with that scenario, but I doubt it. So who wins this power of veto? Well, let's look at the results. Joel took an early lead where... He decided, or the punishments that he was going to take on was he wasn't allowed to take showers for an entire week and he has to be a have-not for the rest of the season. Oh, and then he also has to pack as much as he can of his clothes and whatever he's got in a carry-on bag in five minutes, which doesn't seem like a really big deal. Um, And obviously whatever's in that carry-on bag is the only stuff that he could use for the rest of the season. Now, Phil's punishments were dressing up as a skunk and that they can't compete in the POV next week, which was obviously big points, and that's huge. But, hey, they're trying to be safe this week, not next week. They're worried about this week right now. Um, And now the last offer was a big one. It was going to be a game-changer in terms of how many points you you were going to get. And it was to get a big brother haircut. Now, we all know that it's not going to be a trim or, uh, you know, like you're going to get a mohawk or anything. It's going to be some messed up, wacky haircut. So, obviously, uh, Jared is is considering this because if he gets this, he will definitely beat Phil and win the veto. But he tells us that He's been growing his hair for two years and it just wasn't worth, it just wasn't worth getting his hair cut for the veto. So (laughs) we, that's it. Phil wins the power of veto. And like I said, if Jared did it, he would have won the POV. Um, so now here's the question that, you know, I, I I think about and I ask you guys, um, if Jared is the replacement and he goes home, it's literally all because he didn't want to get a hair his get his haircut. And what would you do? Obviously, it's easy for us to say that we would just easily cut our hair, even though you know, even if you were growing it for three, four, five years, right? It's a hundred thousand dollars on the line. Your hair is gonna grow back. Yeah, it will be a long time, but I just, I just don't understand. Like it's. You know, and it's it's much more about the game. Like, Jared, if Jared, uh, if the brothers go, then, you know, Jared stays. He's got Kelsey. He's a strong competitor. He's obviously, everyone's calling him King Jared. So he's got a strong chance at winning this game. So why, why throw it all away just for a simple haircut? Anyway, maybe I'll never understand because I've never had my hair long or tried to grow it out or anything. I like my hair short, so I guess that's a good thing. Um, anyway, of course, Phil and Nick. So it's both Phil and Nick that got the punishment. Although Phil was the only one that had to wear the skunk costume. Um, but yeah, Phil and Nick both got some wacky haircuts. Like, you know, the ones where you're like basically bald down the middle and you got hair on the sides or that's what Nick got. And then Phil got like a little bit of a hair up up front and then it's like kind of bald in the back. And then there's like a little bit in the back, kind of like a mohawk, but you shave like the middle part of your head. It was, it was really bad. I'm hoping that they just end up shaving their entire head and, and they don't have to leave that up uh, on their head for a, a while. So now we see Tim telling Joel that he is surprised that Jared didn't really bid on anything. Uh, Cassandra then walks in and she says that no one tried except Joel. I mean, at least she knows that she didn't try. Um, she's also shocked that Jared and Kelsey didn't try now we see jared walking by cassandra and he asks her who she's putting up and she says she doesn't know now Cassandra's pissed at this moment because jared and kelsey are they keep asking her like oh who are you going to put up and apparently it was literally like right after the competition ended so she's getting a little pissed off um, and she just doesn't understand why they're asking if they didn't even try like it's it should just be common sense anyway There's a bit of fun that happens to, you know, kind of relieve all this tension. And uh, a kangaroo, yeah, that's right. A kangaroo walked... It was like a little baby one. It was a small one. But it walked into the BB Can house or the BB Can Grand and was kind of hopping around in the backyard and whatnot. Uh, So Big Brother decided to throw an Australia and UK party since there was a Canadian party. But... um, there wasn't really any, like, challenges or anything like that, like the Canadian party that they had, where they had to quiz uh, Tim and Nikki. It was just, hey, Australia is all about kangaroos, and uh, for the UK, they had brought three British bulldog puppies. They were super cute, um, but hey, that's all we need to know about the UK and Australia. So, anyways... Of course, what usually happens with these parties, everyone gets all drunk, the booze is flowing, everyone's having a good time. Uh, I mean, Nikki and Cassandra were having a real good time because they were kissing each other, and uh, they even shared some tongue in there. But it's all back to the tension, uh, and it's the tension again between Cassandra, Kelsey, and Jared. The party is winding down, and she said goodnight. But Kelsey and Jared didn't say anything. So Cassandra was kind of like, what the heck is your problem? And Jared said that she needs her beauty sleep because she was up late last night. And uh, she was like, well, yeah, I was up late because I was trying for the veto or something like that. I didn't really catch what she said. But it was she said something along the lines of the veto. Um, She didn't really try. I don't know why that would keep you up late anyway. Um, But her comeback was yeah i was because i was up late because i tried for the veto unlike you guys so bit of a burn um now we see cassandra talking to tim about who to put up as the replacement nominee cassandra doesn't know if she should put jared up because he has told her since day one that he will take her to the final two and uh then tim says that she might only have one shot to get jared out and this could be it so it's either Cassandra working with Jared or with Tim. Uh, now right bef- before we get to the uh, veto ceremony, Jared is talking to Cassandra and they are trying to make a bit of peace. They're trying to make amends. Uh, but Cassandra is a bit pissed that Jared that Jared didn't try in the veto and she then asks him what he would do and he says put Tim up. So you know, like on one side you got Jared who says, I will take you to the final two. But she doesn't believe it because um, if Kelsey's there, so if, if it's a final three, Jared, Kelsey and uh, Cassandra, she feels, she she is 100% sure that Kelsey will take Jared and Jared will take Kelsey. And Jared never really denied it when they were having this chat. So to me, it's pretty clear. Um, and you know, on the other side of it, she's been working really close with Tim, um, but you know, I'm sure she wants a Canadian to win it. So, I don't know how far she can go with Tim. And I don't know how far Tim is actually going to work with Cassandra. If if Let's put, put it this way. If the final three is Cassandra, Tim, and Nikki, I would totally... Tim could be a huge dick and just be like, looks like the uh, wild cards are going to win all the money and Canadians are going to go home empty-handed. Or... Uh, or he could just be like, okay, fine, I'll take Cassandra, but Tim would win anyway. But here's the problem, though. I personally think, regardless of how good you played the game, if it was Tim versus Cassandra, I would hope the jury would be like, screw that, someone from Australia isn't going to win this game. He could have the twenty grand, but Cassandra's winning this game. It would totally suck. It would be quite the Debbie Downer. For this entire season. Um, because I think we all enjoyed the fact of having someone from Australia and UK. Someone from the outside. I think we all enjoyed it. But we didn't want them to last this long. Um, it's certainly been making things interesting. But I think we can all agree we didn't want them to last this long. And it's starting to get a little bit worrisome. Because it would totally suck if... Especially both of them were to take the money. And run with it. So... At the veto ceremony, of course, the brothers use the veto on themselves. So, who does Cassandra nominate? Of course, it is Jared. Um, so now it comes down to a the brothers sticking to their deal with Jared, which I'm sure they will. But then it do, it then comes down to Joel, who is super close with Nikki, and he's also pretty close with Jared. So it's it's going to be a tough one. Um, but hey. The good news is Thursday's episode is a double eviction. So that's going to be one hell of an episode. Um, but part of me kind of wants Jared to go home. Because that is going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Maybe not the rest of his life, but for a very long time. The fact that he basically turned down the chance at $100,000. Basically what? What is it? Yeah, there's seven people in the house. Four or five. Yeah, seven people in the house. He's got a one in seven shot of winning hundred thousand dollars. He's got a one in seven shot of winning money, and he wouldn't do it because of he didn't because he didn't want to get a haircut. That's gonna sting for a long time. Anyway, that's your episode twenty five recap. Everyone, uh, make sure to follow me on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes. You know the drill. Drop a review on iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated. And you can hit up my website, www.screenthis.ca, for MasterChef Canada Season 3 recaps and movie reviews and also uh, contests on advanced screening tickets where you can watch a movie a couple days before or even weeks before in theaters before everyone else. Alright everyone, until next time, I'm Chris and I'm out.